0: everyone, welcome to a new series of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. We're in my so-called life territory. Yeah. Finally. I, yeah, I know like insert <laughs> clap here. <laughs> I cannot wait to talk about the show. We did Freaks and Geeks, obviously already. There are 18 of those. So those are all out, plus the documentary that we did. There are 19 episodes of this one season show yet again um i know so cool but
1: it's one one (laughs) season but and it could have been worse it could have been like eight or ten you know
0: that's true we are again dealing with a stellar one only season or only season just like we did with freaks and geeks so yeah this is a total different journey i'm sure if you're listening to this you probably know the show if by some chance you don't or you just want to recap it or whatever. It's streaming now on Hulu and also on I think abc.com. Um yeah, I think it you might be free on abc, you just have ads to sit through, so it's cool, but it is out there, thank God. So you can watch it. It actually just came on Hulu like in January of this that's, year.
1: Yeah, that's amazing.
0: Um so good. It was on Netflix for a little while. It is on DVD as well. Uh it's just an incredible it's just it's an incredible show it's literally stood the test of time even
1: now It has. it's, it's it really incredible has. it's like you could be watching this show now really like it's yeah. not i mean now the shows have like a lot of sex and drugs more, more than before but still you know it's,
0: it's, yeah this didn't even need that you know it was so yeah it this is five years before freaks and geeks so we're talking about a show that's really This
1: is really 90s. Yeah, like,
0: this is very like we're in 94. So it's I like
1: so ahead of its time. I mean,
0: it's an understatement to say that the show is out of its time like that's the only thing I can really say is that it, this show would I feel like be massive if it was out now.
1: Well, even if it had come out like to 2005 or 2008, do you think? I think, like. y-
0: I mean, yeah, I think as if it had come out any time after 2000...
1: Yeah, because yeah, of I internet, think, yeah, and like, yeah, streaming and all of that.
0: And also, I think I was reading. Well, I we were gonna talk about the show was canceled after one season. We were just talking like a little bit off air, and then I was like, "Wait, we'll talk about it." So this was on ABC, which is one of like the major four networks of television uh, in the U.S. in like the '90s. So it was basically like, NBC, CBS, Fox, and ABC, and like those are the main channels. We had another. I didn't grow up with cable. So we had uh, another channel, like, which was, it was called the WB, which is what Dawson's Creek was on, but that didn't start until like 98, 97, no, 97, that became a channel 97, something like that. So this is still after my so-called life so i think some articles i was reading was saying yes it was ahead of its time it had very low ratings because this show was just so new and it wasn't Mm -hmm. catered to a smart teenager which they hadn't been writing (laughs) well you know what i mean like that hadn't really existed yet a a teenage show that was very introspective not salacious at the time what did we have my uh not my so-called um 90210 but that's still very like, and they were older they were older and very like tabloid like you know what i mean it's very glossy like beverly hills money california like
1: and they're all really like good looking and like it's ridiculous like la people mm-hmm. like you know we're completely different completely different vibe
0: yeah like. completely different so this is like regular town suburb Uh, Just literally any town USA. Like very normal, very regular situations. But then also, as we'll see when we get throughout the show, just touches on a whole host of social issues that Mm. I can't even believe are on TV. Uh, The characters that are formed on this show are still even more complex than shows now. I mean, it's it's insane.
1: You know the thing that shocks me the most, I think, about this show is that Claire Danes was only 15.
0: 14 when she, 14. Star- when she started. Yeah. She was? Yeah, uh, and then she yeah. turned 15, but yeah. You so 15. She
1: seems, I mean, I know she's an actress and all, but she seems so uh, mature even for the role. Like, mm-hmm. how do you get someone, I don't know. I mean, I guess she was meant to be 15, but still, like,
0: she's a natural she's a
1: natural She, actress. yeah yeah, yeah. She, she's great she's she's really cool
0: she reminds me I, I i love claire danes she reminds me of uh like the what's it dakota fanning is it dakota yeah fanning when she was really young like that she was just cool. she was just really really good as a really really young a uh, young kid same with anna paquin who won the yeah. Oscar for
1: the piano, like oh, for the piano, Kirsten yeah.
0: Dunst. Like there are a few that are just very young, and like I still think about Kirsten Dunst in Interview with the Vampire. I mean, I still think that I still role. Think is- incredible I, what
1: I still think of Natalie Portman but I know you you don't agree yeah. with
0: it. yeah I don't I don't I never think of Natalie Portman <laughs> honestly um yeah I just yeah but she was she was really good I mean I feel like that movie could have been cast with Kirsten Dunst but I mean whatever go listen to our episode only <laughs> on <Leon> the professional <laughs> go I go and it but um but yeah she's another one yeah she's definitely more way more mature beyond her her age, and I guess that's a good and bad thing. It's good for the film, but probably bad psychologically. I'm sure because you're just, yeah, you're just, you're not. I was not like this at 14. I don't know about you.
1: Um, um I mean, I it's it's really tough because obviously she's really smart and i don't think and she's too deep
0: i don't think she, she's that book smart though which is interesting
1: no but she's very like emotionally intelligent and like she's very like yeah, yeah. like she's just really deep like i we all kind of um you know struggle with our emotions and like we didn't really understand anything it was really tough i mean i really feel like watching the, the show again i i It's really taking me back. And it's like, I wouldn't for anything in this world want to relieve those years because it was really tough. Mm -hmm. It was really hard. It was painful. And it was like, you just didn't, you felt everything you Know it's so
0: this whole show is really emotional. I was like, it emotional is, the whole yeah, time, I was like is. tearing up. I was like, oh my god, fucking yeah, like because you really, just- I
1: know, and you really identify with like so many things about it. Like, you know, lo- like in a guy, and like, you know, he's just not really, uh, you just daydream, yeah, you know? oh, totally. and like it's it's really i think that's the coolest part and that's probably the one thing i really identify with her in the fact that i used to daydream like all the time i used to just be like lost in my thoughts you know i was definitely like a dreamer oh, like cool. but i lived in marshmallow world <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess I kind of sort of did. I kind of did it just as an only child. I daydreamed a lot because that's um, what you do. I guess, yeah. you know, like, I mean, I have friends and everything on the, on the street, but like, you know, like I play outside on the street, but like, you know, when you're home and you're, you know, no one's in your house, like no one your age to like play mm-hmm. with, you're just kind of like, yeah, yeah, coming up with stories. Or a lot of my friends who are only children are really good writers.
1: Yeah, yeah. that is, that is, that is true. That's like, what you I kind of do, I guess.
0: It's kind of funny um i also have to say uh queen winnie holtzman who is the creator and the writer i think she directs a few episodes but i mean she na- nailed it she just is the best because
1: so cool yeah such a sick job yeah.
0: so great and this is ep- this episode the pilot was directed by scott winant and this aired on august 20 uh i wrote oh the fifth okay i couldn't write read that number august 25th 1994 so i was 11 um and so were you so i was i remember my history with the show i just had like a little blurb was i saw the show on tv i remember seeing it like i remember seeing it on the the channel on the tv channel and maybe seeing like I think I remember seeing clips of like the episode with the gun, which I believe is episode three, oh,
1: Yeah, but I
0: didn't know the story because I was too young. You know what I mean? I was just like, Oh, you know, whatever. But then when it got canceled, it had one season, obviously MTV replayed them on the weekend and then eventually other channels picked it up too but when I went to my dad's and he had cable on the weekend I caught it and I think one time I caught like the first five episodes like at a marathon and I was like oh my god I love the show and then it became like it was on some other cable channels and then I bought it on like bootleg DVD before there was a real one oh, wow. and then I bought it for Charles I think too I bought him the bootleg DVD because um, <laughs> I was like you have to watch the show I think like for his birthday or something um, which Charles might join us for, for an episode episode or two so um yeah so it's exciting and then um so yeah so i've always kind of and then once this came out on dvd i bought it almost the same time i bought freaks and geeks so these two shows are so near and dear to my heart so i'm really excited to talk about this one now um i was gonna start out with my so-called life i guess we probably should have switched since this is so heavy (laughs) we needed probably like a palate cleanser to like switch it up but that's cool no
1: i actually like that we're doing it now um
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I just want to do it. You know, I would do this anytime. You know what I mean? So. Um, Okay. So we were talking about, okay. I was talking about, yeah. When I watched the show, watched it on the weekend on MTV, got the DVD. And yeah, it's in my, it's in my rotation of like top five shows of all time. I have to say.
1: Yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think it's one of my favorites because it's, it's just so dark. Not dark, but, you know, it's heavy.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. It is very heavy.
1: But it's obviously an amazing show, and and I actually haven't, I don't have the same history with it as you.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, when did you first see it, or did you hear about it before?
1: I watched it when I moved to the U.S.
0: Oh, so it's another Freaks and Geeks type. Like, you've just seen it well, pretty recently.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I saw, so like, a couple of episodes, but not... I think when it was on MTV maybe, like I knew about it, mm-hmm. but we didn't really, I think we only had cable when I was like, hang on, seven, when I was 16, we got cable, oh, okay. 16 or 17. And I think I only watched on MTV when I was like, I was in my first year at uni, so 18. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. So, I, I mean... Basically, I had it at my mom's, but then I didn't live there because I was at uni already. So, like, I will only watch cable when I went to see my mom on the weekends.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the same as me when I went to see my dad. So yeah,
1: yeah. So, I did watch, like, maybe more than two, but, yeah, I never watched the whole thing. And... Yeah, I mean it's just different. Like I only really got into it when I when you told me about it, and oh, then I, God, I. I'm so good. With it the was record. on Netflix, and I watched it, and it was really cool.
0: Go. This is the best thing you could do for anyone is go tell someone <gasps> who's never heard of the show to go watch it. Like just pass it on
1: because it's, yeah, it's great. Well, I definitely feel like outside the US, I'm sure not a lot of people don't know it, or maybe now it's different with like Hulu and everything, or like Netflix, but. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are into, especially young people, are into older shows. They're kind of like rediscovering everything, you know, that yeah. was like, I'm in, in the 90s.
0: I'm in a My So-Called Life group on Facebook. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, uh, because there was there's a podcast that I actually found, and it's called, I think it's called uh, My So-Called Pod. Um, and it's by, it's by the two people that do this true crime podcast, but they did like an offshoot one. They're really massive. Like true crime obsessed is the main one they do. Oh, and wow. they did a my so-called life one. And it was, I don't know, maybe like three years ago they did it. And I was just happened to be searching it, and I listened to it and I was like, oh my God, I love this show. And I've never heard anyone talk about it. Was it good? Oh, it's so movie? good. Yeah, it's so good. Um, and then there's another one called the boiler room. There are a mm-hmm. few that are out there on like the, f- the free channels. This is Patreon. This I'll probably put the pilot up on the free feed in, in a few weeks once we have some more episodes recorded. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, but for now it's just the Patreon folks. But there are some other episodes uh, or other uh, podcasts out there that do talk about the show because I think it's a bit more I mean I, I wanna say it's a bit more culty than Freaks and Geeks. I think Freaks and Geeks is I is still so. being discovered now because it's it just got on Hulu in the last like three years. So I think it's now kind of has a new resurgence. I feel like maybe in a year or two, we might see another like resurgence of people finding it, but I see quite a lot of freaks and geeks on like TikTok. So I think people know the show, but my so-called life is a massive one because obviously all the stars, which we'll get into the cast, uh, they kind of all cut their teeth on the show it's, uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much they hadn't really done much before this. So the basic cast, who we see in the intro... Oh, also, I forgot to mention that in incredibly that the show got cancelled. Also, just like Freaks and Geeks, Claire Danes won a Golden Globe at 15 for the show. And I think the ratings were just that's, so, that's so insane low. That that's insane. Yeah, yeah. In. It's incredible and so deserved. And right after this, she goes to do fucking romeo and juliet i mean she's literally i think she might have done one thing in between because huh, well, or maybe not maybe she did i think right it was after. romeo
1: and juliet because she was like 16
0: yeah she was yeah yeah she was super she, young yeah so young
1: how um, old was leo 20 20 Um then jared leto was 23 21? right one or oh was he 23 i, I don't
0: know she was 23 yeah
1: I saw her.
0: oh my god I have to send you this fucking video. I should he, do this what I was saying. when you I can say hard. something he's but, so
1: hot. I
0: mean, yeah. <sighs> like I was going to tell you, I found this video on YouTube. I'm going to send it to you. And I'm I I should probably put it on like the like Fashion Grunge like fa- like not Facebook but like the regular uh website because it's so funny. I found this interview of Jared Leto outside a New York club in 1990. <gasps> this is before uh he was famous and he has like this New York accent. <laughs> they're like asking him about dancing trends in <laughs> nightclubs and he's talking about like madonna's vogue and he's like yeah man like i don't know like it's kind of weird like people don't do this kind of i was like oh my god jared leto you are from louisiana where is his accent from and it's just so weird and, and they're like and they're like hey man and they're trying to get him to like dance what the new dances were and he kept looking around and the guy's like don't look around look at me he looks exactly the fucking same like i know that that's a big running thing with jared leto was that he looks the same but he looks the goddamn same. He actually looks better now than he did in my so life. It's
1: no. no it's
0: I think he looks better now for like how no. I would think he would look. And I just like, yeah. I mean, I do like the, I do like his like clothes now a bit more. He definitely has like the really oversized boxy clothes, which I feel like don't suit him very well. He definitely is suited way better to like what he wears now, but. Well, I guess he wears that weird Gucci shit, too. but he's all a the time. Yeah, all the time. I guess he's, like, sponsored by them or something because he just literally only wears Gucci. Um, and he's in that new Gucci movie.
1: Of <laughs> course he is. It. He's friends with Alessandro Michel. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, okay, so Claire Danes is Angela, who's our main character. We have Bess Armstrong as Patty, who's the mom. We have Wilson Cruz as Ricky. We have Devin Gummersall as Brian. Uh, we have AJ Langer as Rayanne, Queen Rayanne love her so much. Jared Leto as Jordan, Devin Odessa as Sharon, Lisa Wilhoyt as Danielle, and Tom Irwin as Graham. Those are like, that's the main cast. And we have some people that come in and out, but that's the main, the main group. This location is a suburb of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania called Three Rivers, which is fictional. And this is ninety four ninety five, So we're in the same era that we're talking about so the only character intros i have is angela's our main character she's 15 years old she's a sophomore and i think starting the new year it seems like she's like starting school again um she's struggling with her identity as everyone is all the time but It's like a she's having like a very different kind of friendship, identity, like personality crisis, and uh, yeah, she's just like juggling friends. It's it's an interesting ride. Uh, We have Patty, who's Angela's mom, who's like kind of strict and like rigid. We'll meet we'll know more about her soon. Uh, Richie, Rand's friend. Uh, actually, becomes Angela's friend too, and is definitely openly gay in '94, which is incredible. Wow!
1: Think of, in high cool. school. Yeah, in high in, school in a small town. I mean, yeah, like
0: it, it's. Ugh, I mean, it, I can't even talk about the Christmas episode because I'm going to start crying <laughs> right now. I can't even. I don't know how we can even get there. Like that episode is so dramatic <laughs> and so good. I just. If I just say that, or if I say boiler room, I'm just gonna start crying. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like, oh my god, this show is so emotional. It's great. Um, we have Brian Krakow, who is Angela's neighbor and also classmate, same age, super nerdy. Um, I love it. I love Brian. Um, I know. Love I him love too. Brian. He has, some, he has some like questionable moments, which we'll get to later in the series. But and
1: He's just so sweet. And it kind of reminds me that Angela is not very nice to him. Yeah, but come on. You know what
0: yeah. it is, Jai. You know it's all about Jordan when you're 15.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, and even when you you're, you're 27, choice. it's all about Jordan.
0: <laughs> when you're 37 and you don't learn and you don't really need to marry him, it's still all about Jordan. I, mean, I you have know
1: friends what? who are 41 years old and they still go for Jordan Catalano. What's no
0: wrong with that? No one has to marry them? like well if you
1: want to be happy forever after and have a child you don't want to marry jordan no
0: you don't have yeah you don't have to i mean just don't have a kid by him (laughs) like just (laughs) don't do that don't be attached to him because it's i mean maybe he changes but I, i don't think so and uh let's see rayanne is angela's new like wild friend that she's just absolutely obsessed with and uh jordan is angela's crush left back twice so that makes him what like 18 yeah 19 at the highest maybe 18 19 and uh sharon is angela's best friend that she's had for i feel like most of her life but they're starting to grow apart which we'll see uh danielle is her little sister who's just kind of around but i Really love that we get an episode that we kind of find out more about her.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, this is another like Freaks and Geeks that we somehow managed to get really good parts of every character in one season. Like we managed to get so much information in just one season. It's really crazy. I
1: mean, there no, are. It, still yeah, long, but, you're right. I yeah. mean, it's also like interesting that in the 90s, like TV shows had 18 episodes. Now you have eight, may- maybe 10. But it's just different, you know.
0: Yeah, they had the full like run of. Well, now they have. They're like twenty six. Like uh, I'll no. show. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll show my embarrass, embarrassingness. I watch Riverdale, and um, every they're on network TV, so they're on like whatever channel it is, and they have twenty three a season. Um, well, that's
1: that's not the average show.
0: Yeah, on network it is. On cable, it's not oh really yeah on oh. cable they do about 13 the shows that i watch on cable have about 13 bbc is about six they're the only ones that do six yeah. hbo and all that that's cable so it's a little different mm-hmm. but regimented like tv is still 20 it's so, like if you talk about like big bang theory you talk about friends those all have 20 plus episodes per season because oh, they're on true. half the year it's that is true half of 52 yeah they're on like most of the year So, um, yeah, they still have a lot. So, 19, just like Freaks and Geeks, if you're on, like, a big network, that's what they order. They order, like, a massive amount of shows. So... That's why it's hard to get through, like, Law & Order, that, that show that I watch. They have 23 episodes a season. So it that takes me, like, like forever really to watch much. it. Because I only watch, like, one every That few is days. a big
1: commitment.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just watch, like, one every few days. So <laughs> it's not, like... A, it takes me forever. It takes me, like, a, a year to get through, like, a season. <laughs> like, it's just crazy. Um. So, yeah. This is 19 episodes. So that's pretty fucking cool. And then we get... Okay, yeah. Danielle. Then we get Graham, who's the dad, who's super hot now. That um i'm old and closer to his age than (laughs) anyone else in the show um he's having a midlife crisis as dads do and he has like kind of like this unfilled potential that we'll explore in the show um yeah do you have any notes before i get on to the story i have no idea how i'm going to like
1: i don't even know like behind the scenes kind of thing or
0: Or no, I don't even know. I can talk about the cancellation because I don't even know how I'm going to get into the story because I have so many notes. But the only behind the scenes that I had on just this episode in particular was that this is the only time we see the cafeteria Mm -hmm. um, in the whole show because they mention it a little bit. And yeah, the cancellation. So we'll talk about the cancellation. So it was really weird because I didn't know as much about it as I knew about Freaks and Geeks because obviously there's a documentary, so there's a bit more information. But this show was, like we were just talking about, this show was ahead of its time up against huge juggernauts like Friends and, you know, the sitcoms that were like the big heavy hitters of the time. And this was just a totally new genre. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't, it, yeah, it just didn't hit the way like teen we were just talking about like 90210 was like a show about teenagers it wasn't introspective this is also why i feel like dawson's creek really popped when it came out like that was an immediate hit because that was just another show very similar to this where the kids are very like wise beyond their years they're very introspective um and that was but that channel that had Dawson's Creek also had Buffy also had Felicity also later had Roswell and like a bunch of other shows that was kind of created as a teen channel. Mm -hmm. So if my so-called life had come out in 98 when Dawson's Creek did, it would have had a home for that type of teenager looking for that type of programming. And I feel like it was probably just a new genre that they wanted to try at ABC and the acting was so great and the way that it was done was so great, but it just wasn't marketed Properly, It was also just very hard to get mm. into, you know, like we were saying it's dark. It's a, it's a heavy show. and It's a heavy show, yeah. And for teenagers, that's a tall order for it to be that deep and have it not be like 20-somethings who were going through like, because, you know, they had a show called Life Goes On, which is really good. That's kind of told in a similar way. 30-something was the show that predates this, which is about, you might like that show. It's done by the same uh, producers and things. That's okay. about 30-somethings. And it takes place in, I believe, I'm going to look. It up i believe no, early yeah yeah it's called 30 something and it's literally like the show that would be like the adult version of my so-called life it was 87 to 91 and it was produced by edward zwick and marshall herskovitz who did my so-called life so it's basically like a bunch of people that are in there i think between 30 and 40 in like the 80s it had 85 episodes it was a massive show it was like a really mm-hmm. big show. Um, so yeah, so it's kind of like similar to that, but never with teenagers. Teenagers were, I think, were always kind of that untouched subject at that point in the 90s. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I also feel like teenagers were not really, I think it's just different now. Like we watch so much more TV than before. So like, I feel like shows were catered for like, to adults, Mm -hmm. yeah, different, different, yeah, different ages, I don't know, um, I don't know, maybe we were out playing more,
0: (laughs) well, I was gonna say, yeah, like, TV was not the end-all be-all, you know what I mean, like, it was just a show that was on, and and the thing is, we were talking about this, even in Freaks and Geeks, if it wasn't on TV, and I wasn't in front of the TV watching it at that time, I wasn't gonna see it, I wouldn't even know about it, yeah, so, Yeah, it was just so hard to get ratings back then. I mean, I can't even imagine. I think I was telling, I don't know if I said this on another podcast, but if you had told me when I was like 11 or 13 that there would be this way to watch a TV show on demand, I would have thought you were crazy that you could just watch a show and just click it and it's there. No commercials. I can pause it and come back and watch another show. Like, that just seems so foreign to me <laughs> at like 13 when you had to be, what are you talking about? You have to tape on the VCR and like set the time. Otherwise you wouldn't get it or you'd miss it. Like it's just, we've yeah, grown. no, it,
1: It's insane. I mean, I honestly didn't really think much about TV. Like I didn't really, really—it's been all my time outside.
0: I think I did. Really- I did when I was younger. I think when, I think when Dawson's Creek came on, that's the first show that I remember really watching. That was 98. And I was yeah. in high school, and me and my friends would call each other at nine o'clock when it was. Well, dark. I think
1: because it was meant to be about kids that were our age, and mm-hmm. like the time that was air, it was like at a doable time where, I don't, th- I think it was kind of late, but not. Not too yeah, late, was- but like not early enough. Like that you, I don't know. It was just like a perfect time, and it was you know we were that age, so we were really into it. Like it was. Yeah, different. totally.
0: And also, an interesting casting note is that Alicia Silverstone auditioned yeah,
1: I was gonna before,
0: say before yeah. Claire Danes, and they wanted to cast her as Angela. And then I think she was also emancipated, which means she could work longer hours. If you Picture want to hear about more, Claire. she was emancipated and how this played into questionable roles she did, listen to the episode on The Crush, because I don't think yeah. I would have a, my 14 year old daughter do that movie.
1: No, and it was, no, the movie no, no, was no, a no, bit much. Couldn't.
0: yeah but she yeah but so she was emancipated so she could work longer hours i think for that movie i think that's what happened and then i think his partner the producing partner they thought that alicia Silverstone was just way too pretty to play this like insecure teenager
1: that's true but i think she was how old was she
0: she's got to be older right um I, i
1: think she was younger i think she was 13
0: was she, is she younger than, okay, I, hold on, let's see. I'm
1: pretty sure. Alicia it was Silverstone. that That that's one that apparently was really like tough, like to choose, but because she was still too young, it just meant that she might not be able to work like long, like, you know, longer hours.
0: Oh yeah. But she, yeah, because she was emancipated, I guess that wasn't an issue for uh, Alicia Silverstone because Claire mm-hmm. Danes was in school. And oh, she yeah, okay, okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's why they wanted Maybe. to cast her because they could have had Alicia Silverstone like for like whatever ten yeah, hours or whatever right, it was. Yeah. But the other girl, like she had to go to ca- she had to go to school. But thank God that she actually got cast because I mean I, I do love Alicia Silverstone, but not for this. Just not for this. So
1: Yeah, well, it's different because we've seen her and like <laughs> you know, clueless. And like, but she's a great actress too. I yeah, think yeah. she didn't I think she just didn't really do she didn't pick like amazing roles all the time. She just, she was a bit of a mix, you know? I think
0: they sexualized her too young. They
1: did, they did. She You're was right. in those
0: Aerosmith videos. She was, yeah. She was in uh, The Crush. She was also in uh, another movie called The Babysitter with Matt Dillon, I believe. Yeah.
1: It's hard like, to kind of get was, serious roles when after mm-hmm. she's been doing, you know, the movies that she did.
0: Like, yeah, like a vixen, like a video yeah. vixen. Mm-hmm. A rock and yes, yeah, she's really
1: pretty. I mean, she still is really pretty. Like,
0: and also, just I don't think this is also another show. I don't think that she has the voice for the voiceover.
1: I know she sounds very much
0: like I don't. I, I know. I know. Yeah, I can't. I can't hear it. I can't hear it in her voice. Um, so I'm glad that they they cast Claire Danes. I'd also just say this is the first show and only show I can remember of my youth, I guess, where it was a voiceover. Which is immediately a completely different that is vibe. That's
1: also true. I forgot about it. It's because it's so normal now. But mm-hmm. you're right. It's like Yeah.
0: That's why we know she's so introspective. I feel like we wouldn't know that if unless she was directly talking to someone and having this conversation of her identity. But the fact that we're hearing it throughout her head, like we get this is why the show has so many layers, because we find out things about the characters through Angela, just kind of narrating a scene. It's almost like you are in her head while she's living through whatever's happening, and she's describing like we'll get we'll get to it. There's one scene with her parents where she kind of describes their dynamic almost as she knows that we're watching her like you know, oh, like you guys yeah. can see this like look that they' this dynamic is kind of weird. this is kind of why. And then you kind of like understand a bit more of the characters throughout what she says throughout the episode. So, and I also love one of my favorite episodes is life of Brian. That's narrated by Brian. Um, We also get a narration by Danielle, the sister uh, at one point. And, yeah, it's just really cool. I, I really love that that they they have her. And another note before we get into the story is, if you like this show and if you want a more college experience, I would suggest the show Felicity. It is on Hulu. It has four seasons. <laughs> I love
1: that show so much.
0: I love Felicity too. Another great show. It is literally if Angela Chase went to college. Hmm. It's really great, and she's in New York. She, like, moves to New York for the first time, and she has, like, a Jordan Catalano, and she follows him to New York, and he doesn't know her, and it's incredible. It's a great show. Carrie um, Russell is the the main character. Um, yeah, so that's that's another great show. But let's get into the pilot, baby. Yeah. Okay, so our opening is the infamous theme song that we get in the background, which you will hear. And we get ryan and angela like looking at the camera and we're it's like we're in this point of view of this person that they're talking to and they're like just being dumb kids and like asking for change like from random people on the street but it's just like so i don't know there's
1: just something about it i could never do that and i never did that but no, I yeah i remember that. kids doing that actually it was a thing I just love...
0: There's just something about this scene that I love. I just love that... You can just instantly transport it to like this dumb, stupid stuff that you mm. did, and like how how you're how they know that the person they're talking to is looking at them, like looking at them like they're crazy, and they're just laughing, and the way <laughs> Rayanne is like, "Do you have some change?" I'm sorry, you look like our mother, in a coma, <laughs> and then she's just like laughing,
1: and she's hypoglycemic. We need to get her some chocolate. <laughs> it, it's really bad. Like, yeah, like. <laughs>
0: It's just like really, it's really, I, I really love it. I love that that is the intro. And then her, her very first voiceover is, so I started hanging out with Rand Graf. Cause I felt like if I didn't, I just would die or something. Like, it's just like, she just had to hang out with this girl. Cause she's just so opposite. She's just, yeah. I, I really wish we could have seen how they actually started hanging out. Yeah. Cause as a the start, they just already are. And it just seems like, how did this happen? Like, when's the time that she invited her to hang out after school and Angela was like, okay, and just went.
1: Yeah, but um, you definitely wanted to be friends with that girl when you were that age. Oh, totally. Was wild and fun and, yeah.
0: I had friends like this. I, I, I'm I, very much the Angela, I have to say, of <laughs> even now. Like, I, I always was, like, the sensible one that, like, was tagged along with the more wild and crazy <laughs> one. And I had three friends who were wild and crazy at all different points in my life. And at the time I was just kind of caught up in this, do whatever they do kind of thing. And I didn't really, I mean, I think I just wanted to be them, which uh, uh, later on, like there's a really cool scene with, uh, when Angela and Rand's mom meet, they meet at like a parent-teacher meeting. And I love how uh Amber, who's uh Rayanne's mom, like when she meets Angela's mom, she's like, Oh my god, you're Angela's mom. Oh my god, Rayanne is obsessed with her. Like she just wants to be her. Like it's like everyone else is in black and white and Angela is in color. Yeah. I was like, that's so what it's like. It's like this, yeah, yeah. it's like this weird, like non-romantic, but everything else but romantic feelings like it's like you just want to do everything they do and you just think everything they do is so cool and like how come i'm not this cool and like i wish i could be like this and have no fear like Rand just has no fear about anything she's super confident we find out all these different things about her but just from the outside it's just so intoxicating you're like oh my god i want to hang out with this person
1: yeah i mean even meeting people is like much later in life like that, it is kind of addictive in a way. Like Mm -hmm. it's cool. It's fun, you know?
0: Yeah, it totally is. Um, and then of course we see that Angela is not relating to her best friend anymore. And we see her like in the hallway and she's like, this is Sharon. And Sharon's like, you know, her childhood friend, but she's like a goody goody, you know, she's like, whatever you can kind of tell already. I did not like Sharon at first. She'll come to like, you kind of get more yeah, she's a little
1: annoying the first episode yeah
0: yeah but you come to like find out but but then when you put it yourself in her shoes i mean oh yeah totally. You see how fucked up it is yeah that she's like what the hell why'd you stop hanging out with me you didn't even tell me like what did i do something wrong you know like what's wrong with know, me
1: and we've all been there we've all been mm-hmm. abandoned by a friend and we were like we had no idea why we just felt there was something wrong with us you know like with yourself like it's a, it's a lot being a girl. It, I have to, I it's have to a say, It's a lot being a teenage girl.
0: Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like Virgin Suicides, where <laughs> he's like, "Why did you? Yeah. Why did you do this?" And she's like, "Obviously, doctor, you've never been a thirteen-year-old girl." <laughs> he's like looks at her like yep i haven't (laughs) like i have no idea what you're going through it's yeah it's totally like that there's just so much going on and i love that she's talking to sharon and she's like kind of not paying attention and then she sees ricky and ryan outside like running like cutting class and she's like looking outside and and sharon's like who are you looking for and she's like no one and she just like walks and she's like whatever like this is kind of weird and then I love how she's like you know talking about the school and she's like this is so weird and like you know cheerleaders are always cheering and like why you know just all this like all the things you write in your journal yeah like in just observations on like daily life like you have to notice I love that she talks about you know like it's just so awkward like being in school and like you have like boys like you have to pretend like you don't notice them noticing you um, which literally happens for the rest of your life, Angela, so welcome.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> welcome to like being a woman, essentially. But um, she's like, she's just yeah, she's just like assessing everything and I love that she says school is like a battlefield for your heart, which is yeah, there are so many quotes in this fucking thing. I it, it was so hard to even take notes because I'm just like literally writing, like pausing, writing I'm like, God, what else do I yeah, want Yeah, all the
1: stuff that she says is so amazing. Like, it's, it's so, so great. It's, it's just exactly like how it is, really. Yeah.
0: It, I mean, it, it still is. Like, aspects of life are very much even, you're even not like relating to the parents now. You know, you're relating to like the dad who's like, so many, Yeah, career. I mean, there's
1: so many topics it's, in even just the first episode. Yeah. Like, what happens with her dad and how they were really, I mean, it. It's like, you know, That's I can't relate to that because I was raised by my mom. So, like, I don't...
0: Yeah, same. I
1: didn't have that. Like, obviously, I love my dad and I'm really close to him, but I wasn't living with him during that awkward period, you know? Mm-hmm. So I yeah, can't same. really relate to that. it's I think in that sense, I had it easier because thinking about it, it's like maybe it would have been awkward to, like... Yeah, yeah know, I can't imagine it either. Like, being like... I wonder what it is like for your dad. Cause you're like becoming yeah. a woman. It's weird. Like, it's and for weird. him to be the
0: only man in the house. He's got two daughters and a wife. I also yeah. find that really interesting too, the dynamic when there's like uh, a a definite, uh, what do you call it, like uneven split in gender in the house. Like if there's a woman that has all sons, mm-hmm. And the husband, and she's the only woman in the house, or vice versa, like how he's the only man in the house. Uh, it's it's really yeah, it's really interesting, you know how they're yeah. how it, the dynamics are.
1: It is yeah. I, I really want to know. Like I want to ask anyone out there who's you know had a normal bringing, <laughs> had a dad and a mom. <laughs>
0: yeah, um, like during your awkward teenage years. <laughs> like, yeah,
1: like? exactly. And also watching this first episode again made me think. I definitely don't want to have a girl like I hope I do have a boy if I end up having kids because that relationship like mother and daughter relationship is really tough as well
0: yeah it is it's all tough I feel like boys are tough too in just a totally different way
1: yeah that I don't
0: know because I'm not a boy (laughs) like I don't and I don't have a brother or anything so I don't I've Mm. never been around a young guy I don't know like how they act or you know like I wouldn't know what to expect but I guess you never know what to expect when you have a kid I mean Everyone's different. So, but it's just, it's so funny. Um, so then we get to Angela dyeing her hair. Do you have any hair dye stories? Did you dye your hair at all during yeah. this kind of life? Like 14, 15?
1: I was 13. Oh, wow. And I remember that color that was really big in the, like whatever year that was. Fuchsia? It, like no, pink. it was like like a violet. Oh, violet. okay. I was kind of. Close. Do you remember?
0: Yeah. I had but purple hair when I was
1: like thirty one. Okay. <laughs> like, no, I, I had, I had that too, but I'm I'm talking about like the first time I ever did anything to my hair. I was thirteen and I and it was a really horrific story actually. So I went to a shop and I got one of those sets, you know, to, yep. to do it yourself. Peroxide. And I did it and I I showered and everything and I was on the sofa going to the bathroom, and I felt really fainty, and I literally, I passed out, I woke up next to the loo, like, on the, in the bathroom, on the floor, and I was so scared, because I didn't know what happened, I didn't understand, and I just cried, and I panicked, and then my sister came in, crying, like, worried, and I was like, I don't know what happened, I fainted, and I do not even remember, I just woke up on the floor, and it, And then when I looked at myself in the mirror, I I had a rash. So basically I had an an allergic reaction to the dye. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow, that's crazy. (laughs) How do you faint from that? How does that make sense? This is
0: crazy because I have like a similar story. Um, it's not I didn't pass out, but what happened was I was I think I was like 14. I don't think I was thirteen. But I was fortunate I wanted to bleach my hair because I wanted to dye it like some color, probably like fuchsia or something. And I was so mad that I had black hair or like dark hair (laughs) because I was like, I'm so jealous of people who are blonde because it's like dying or anything. Yeah,
1: and I was like
0: shit, man. So I did the same thing, went and got one of those kits... Got the peroxide. I think my mom was like either not home or at work or something. And then she came back, and I had this like massive fan in the hallway, like on, like going because the peroxide. I was starting to pass out from the fumes in the bathroom, in like the small bathroom. And I guess I had the door closed, so I was like, oh god. So I had this fan going, and my mom like comes up. The side, and I was like, what is going on? And I'm like my like front of my hair is like this huge patch of like fucking orange. It was awful, and it felt like straw. Like, when you dye your hair, Uh, it's terrible. You bleach it. It's terrible. And then I I put, like, the color over it. But it was really bad. And then one of the colors, I think I dyed it, like, a reddish color, too. And then one of the stains of the ink is still on my sink. Like, I see it. Yeah, it won't scrub out. Like, it will not scrub out. So every time I see it, I'm like, oh, that's so funny that it's still there. Um, But, yeah. So I had, like, a similar, like, almost passed out but didn't pass out on the peroxide. Yeah.
1: It's... Isn't that crazy? But I remember that color being really, like, the color. It was either red or violet.
0: Yeah, it totally was. And Angela's yeah. hair, I have to say, I'm disappointed that it doesn't have this panache throughout the whole season, because you can tell in the second episode after the pilot, they made it more of, like, a ready brown
1: mm-hmm. It's
0: not as, like, red. Like, mm-hmm. it's crimson glow, as she says. But I love <laughs> that she says that in, in a voiceover. She says, um ran like told me my hair was holding me back like from my life i was like can ryan be my life coach but just minus the like substance abuse and like general like camping around town but everything else i feel like she's like pretty you know she's yeah she's fucking got it she's really cool um i i just love her and then so she we also see like in the kitchen we see like her dyer her hair and then we see her in the kitchen and she's got this like reddish hair. And this one we see her mom for the first time and her mom's like putting away groceries. And then we see Rayanne and Ricky behind her and they obviously have never met. And she's just so awkward. The mom is mm. just like, Oh, you dyed your hair. And then she's like, yeah. And then, and then her friends are there and it's like so awkward. Like Ricky's so nice. And he's like, hi, are you Angela's mom? <laughs> and she's like oh, yep 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 i am and you know and Ryan's just sitting there and then she's just so awkward she's like well i have food here okay i'm gonna leave but not the room or not the house just the room okay bye and she, they're like your mom seems nice and she's like no she's not <laughs> like she's so." I know. Not.
1: well i just don't know i guess that does happen at times it is this like ten- tension between you- your mom and you like you
0: don't it must be weird when the dad is there and it's so obvious that she like gets along with one parent more which comes yeah, up yeah i mean I, I again don't again, know what this is like the same I, I <laughs> yeah i'm like i had one choice so and i basically got along most of the time i mean there were a few times i had bust ups but not that much um yeah, and it's, same. yeah right i can't imagine if it's like i always was jealous of people who could like play their parents against each other you know like <laughs> mom said i could go you know, if like dad said no, but mom said yes. You know how you like ask them both separately, you'd see in like movies and stuff. You I'm see, like, God, I wish I could do that.
1: I didn't even have that because my mom was never at home because she had to work.
0: No, so- I never had that. I always wished I had that. I always see it in movies and stuff where they'd be like one person, one parent would say yes, the other one, like just what happens to No, with but Angela. that's what, no,
1: but that's what I mean. Like I didn't even, I could do anything I wanted because my mom wasn't there. Yeah, I had so like I never oh, even had, it was never an issue. Can I do this? Can I do that? It'd be like I could just go out and get home whatever time because my mom
0: was yeah. home
1: really late from work and you know and she wouldn't
0: know if you like weren't home or not. No, she'd just also, assume you're home.
1: <laughs> assume you're sleeping. She's well, exactly. I mean, she wouldn't even call. Sometimes maybe, but not really um uh, but yeah i didn't have that
0: <laughs> yeah I, I i just it must be so weird it must be so weird Well to um, have a
1: normal upbringing? yeah right
0: <laughs> to have a just a like 1950s upbringing that's like yeah dad. i'm glad i didn't
1: have that yeah,
0: yeah i am too i mean it makes you a bit like i guess i don't know i, I don't yeah i don't know the answer what it makes you like but yeah i guess it's just a totally different perspective Mm-hmm. Um, so then we get to the dinner table and we kind of see the circular of like the perfect American family, like that's that's essentially what they are. That's what they're kind of like picturing them. But then you hear Angela kind of, you know, she's like, oh, "God, like my mom, my dad." <laughs> I heard I love her dad. I love that she's like my dad thinks everyone's having more fun with than him.
1: Oh, that is, and yeah,
0: it's so funny. And he's like, <laughs> "Wow, your hair!" Like, I get it. Wild parties, Axl Rose. <laughs> 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 That's how dated the show is. a wild party's Axl Rose. And she's just like. Mm, that is know. really
1: funny. Yeah, And then uh, her
0: that. fucking, I mean, I hate her mom, Um, which I guess will become more evident throughout the show. I guess I, I have not grown to love her in my older age. I thought maybe I'd understand her, but I just don't like her. I think she's like insufferable. But I understand why she is the way she is, but I just don't really like her. And she's like, she's such a bitch. She's like, she's like (laughs) the queen of shade, though. This mom. She's like, well, we'll always be able to spot you in a crowd. And the way she says it, it's like it's so so bitchy. bitchy. It's so bitchy. (laughs) I was like, damn. I was like, serving it up, Patty. All right. Okay, Patty. And she's and then the mom, and then of course she looks at her and her voiceover is like lately i haven't been able to look at my mother without wanting to stab her stab repeatedly
1: it's <laughs> So like, intense. It's and like, she's like stabbing oh,
0: her food i was like oh shit um and then she that's when she talks about like she's like my dad like we're super close and she's like getting out of the shower and she's her towel on and then she's like the dad like comes up the stairs and and he's like so flustered like we were just talking like seeing her in a towel and she's like uh and and he's like telling something about like turn the lights off and he's all flustered and he doesn't like know what she's saying oh yeah and she's like I'm reading Anne Frank he's like oh that's cool that's great and she's like Anne Frank dad and he's like oh yeah 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 and then she's like she's like we used to be pretty close but my breasts have come between us I
1: know it's (laughs) like oh it's like what how I mean she
0: doesn't the thing she's not very disruptive either so i don't understand
1: no like, yeah, but what... i guess it's awkward like, she's not doing anything wrong i guess the dad just feels like he can't really relate to his daughter because she's like a little like a young woman yeah you know? like, yeah she is it's it's weird like, it's I don't...
0: super weird um and then i love how the parents are talking and and he comes into the room and patty's like in the bed and he's just like can you tell her to like put a towel on or like a bigger towel and she's oh, like no. you tell her and she's just like
1: he's like i don't want to tell her like but also like what if okay what if you're wearing like underwear and walking around the house like that's that's your daughter like it's not i mean do you
0: this is like, again so I, foreign I, <laughs> like, I don't know <laughs> because i have never done this and i've always been like a full-blown adult when I wish the,
1: Jules was here to like tell us. I know.
0: I, we'll have to ask. We'll have a. Uh, we'll have a, a guest. A guest episode. Maybe we'll get her in. We can get her to watch the. Christmas. I mean, have I you have seen us cry what <laughs> young
1: girls wear these days now? Like, I mean,
0: yeah, literally
1: worse than that. Like they wear like hot pants and like a little crop top, and they're with their parents out and like. I know my parents would never shopping stuff. So I'm thinking, how can this be worse? If she's wearing something long that's covering her entire body. Like,
0: I know her entire body. Yeah, he's just like very like, uh, like very like uncomfortable.
1: But I guess yeah, he's uncomfortable. It's like
0: yeah. I, I love that they're talking and and he's like, well, you know, it could be worse. Like you know, her hair dye. Like she's like, oh, she's doing this to get a rise out of me. I know why she's doing and the, dad, the dad's just like well don't like let it freak you out like forget about it and she's like he's like don't freak out and she's like i'm not like she's like still really freaked out by it i'm like it's fucking red hair dude it's not even like blue it's red like it's not even a it's a natural hair color it's a little bit I, brighter it's not that blue i also really
1: really hate it when she says um I don't recognize her anymore. Something like, yeah, she looks like a stranger. She looks like a stranger. This, that's really mean. No, she's mean. I don't, mean. I don't like, like that. Like, what does that mean? That's your daughter. Like, again, it's really weird. Like that dynamic. I don't know. Like,
0: weren't you a teenager? Like. And not to mention, we'll get into this. The dad says she could be doing drugs, cutting class, having sex. Then it's really weird how the mom, Patty, points out. She's like, I never cut class and you never had sex in high school. I was like, oh, okay. So it's weird that she kind of like put that dig in there. Like I was having sex in high school, but you weren't because you were a fucking nerd, which we'll find out later. (laughs) Awkward how they like got together. I want to know how they met when they never talked in high school. Like, I want to know what the situation was, like how they started dating when they like knew each other or like she, he knew her. I, she probably didn't know him at all, but he, she was like the most popular girl and, or like one of the most popular kids in class. So like, obviously he knew her and yeah, I find that really weird. Um, So then we get like, yeah, we get that. Then the next, we get the, you know, a little fade out to black. And then we get the next most perfect scene where she just goes, I'm in love. His name is Jordan Catalano. <laughs> <laughs> and we get like the literal 90s teen dream moment this is the beginning of this is the second iteration of dylan mckay we had dylan mckay who was the bad boy on 90210 but he was a little too crazy that was a little too like whoa r.i.p luke perry but like that was a little too out of reach right like that wasn't a real was guy the that hottest, we knew. hottest bad boy perry. you could ever fucking so- imagine Literally, Still is.
1: I can't think of anyone in Still any is. other show that is, you know, even oh, close. iconic.
0: Made the bridges I burn light the way. I mean, fucking Luke Perry all day. And this was like the most realistic portrayal of a heartthrob because 90210 was an exaggeration. We didn't know that guy. or I didn't have a guy in my class who like drove a Porsche. Like, that was not like the reality. <laughs> but like he was. But, but Jordan was like a real guy. Like there was probably an older guy that you looked up to that was dumb as fucking rocks, but super hot. And... I just love how when you first meet him, she's just like, his name's Jordan Catalano. Like, I, I almost touched his shirt once in a pop quiz. <laughs> <laughs> this is so me. This also happens again in um in, in Felicity when she describes the guy. She mentions it very much the same way. It's really funny how she says like that
1: does happen. You you literally yeah. thinks like, Oh, he sat really close to me on the bus. He was like two seats mm-hmm. behind me. And that somehow is like some kind of life like achievement, you know? Oh, yeah,
0: totally. <laughs> and I love how she says, she says, um, she goes, he was left back twice. <laughs> And yeah then she's like, and then she's like, he's always closing his eyes like it hurts to look at things and you just see him leaning back putting his head on the back of the locker and just closing his eyes probably like fuck i'm high <laughs> like or like drunk or something that's just what he's it's thinking just so, which is so great um so hot. It's so hot and it just gets even hotter as the, as we go on um and then we get like post hair in school because she's dyed her hair at home she's come to school and sharon is like oh my god and just like kind of looks at her and sees her and they have this like amazing non-verbal interaction Hmm. where the way that she looks at her the way that Angela like dauntingly like looks at her and then kind of looks down like claire danes is just such an incredible actress like just what she can do without even saying anything it's just really it's really cool it's really really cool I,
1: i agree was she in anything before this
0: uh i think she was in little women
1: wasn't that around the same time she was yeah and how to make an
0: american quilt was she in that wasn't that like 94 i do not know that yeah but i think little women was around the same time let me look up she's only 42 like she's not that old let's see she's just been acting for so long for her first credit is a short in 90 her she was in law and order in 92 her first movie movie was little women in 94 right before myself yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she also was in how to make an american quilt i thought 95 so yeah she's just been acting for so long that it just feels like she's been in like so much but she's not even Mm -hmm. that old she's also in i love you i love you not with jude law which will do that's from ninety six. Uh, yeah, she's in, yeah, she's in a lot of crazy stuff. Um, oh god, and Broke Down Palace, fuck, with Kate Beckinsale. Do you remember that movie? Uh, no, I haven't
1: seen that. Oh,
0: these girls get like it's her and Kate Beckinsale in there. It's a real story about these two girls that were vacationing in Thailand, and this guy put drugs in their bag, and they go back to the airport. You, get, you, you
1: talked about this movie for a while. I? I never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, good. Broke Down Palace.
0: Story. Yeah, we should. Well, do because it.
1: actually happened in like it's yeah.
0: Like, yeah, yeah it's a true story. That, it's the yeah. real people. Yeah, like they did their story. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, so Sharon sees her and then Rand. like, you know, it's just like, oh my God, her hair. And Rand like, comes up the stairs and she's like, hey, Angela, like, come in the bathroom. And she just, like, grabs him and then she's like, <laughs> I love it, she's like, Ricky? <laughs> and she's like, Jordan's uh, what's her name? Fucking Angela's in love with Jordan Catalano. We have to help her. <laughs> and <she's> just <laughs> like, oh my God. She's like, you want to have sex with him? And she's like, what? And she's like, who? And she's like, Jordan. She's like, well, sex or a conversation? Ideally, both. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so funny.
1: I know. I love that she literally wants to talk to him, too. She's not just like, oh, I just want to like kiss him. It's She's just really like next level.
0: Yeah, she really is. Like, and it just gets even more intense as it goes on. And then of course there's a party coming up, like a house party. And 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 uh, Rayanne's like, uh, you should go. She's like, you should go to this party. And she's like, Jordan Catalan is gonna be there. And then she's like, Rayanne always knows who's gonna be everywhere (laughs) like she's like one of those girls um then we go to the yearbook meeting where she's on the yearbook and then they're talking about like whatever the theme is gonna be and brian you see brian there who we haven't like officially really met yet we've just like seen him around and he's the yearbook photographer and i love the probably one of my favorite shots in the whole show is when you see her under her sweater Like when she's pulled her sweater up over her head and she's put her head down into her sweater. Because I remember doing that as a kid, like when I was young, just like being bored. And you just like, you can see the light coming through the sweater. It's like a black sweater. And then they're asking like, you know, they're talking about whatever. And then she just zones out and she like pulls her sweater out. And then you see like the camera change. I just, I love that the way they shot that. And that's when she just goes like, what? I quit. And out of nowhere, she just was daydreaming. And then she's just like, I don't want to be on your book and then like the teachers mm. like what like what's going on and she's like i, I don't know why and i love that like, brian is like focusing his camera on her yeah, and as she I walks out I love, I love how it like that. snaps the photo and it just I, I, how do they do this in 94 like just oh, cool. all these different things, yeah. It's just so cool. I, I love it. And then um, the next morning, you see Sharon at the house in the kitchen, and she's like, "I need to borrow your book, Angela." Of course, she fucking spills the beans to Patty and the little sister that like she's not on your book anymore. And the mom is like, "What? You love your book?" And she's like, mm-hmm. "Fuck you, Sharon!" Like, what the fuck? And then she like goes up to the room and she's like looking for it, and she's just like, Angela's just like totally like, oh fuck this. And then, um, you know, now another reason not to like Sharon, because she's just kind of mm. like in her business now and like telling her mom this or whatever. But I mean, they're close. I get it. I mean, I get Shannon wouldn't, I mean, Shannon Sharon wouldn't think anything's weird saying it. She probably figured she told her mom. I yeah. Guess.
1: Yeah. I don't think she has any bad intentions.
0: But No, it just kind of sucks. So she's like, fuck you, Sharon. Oh, God. And then we go to the bathroom and we see Ricky in this patchwork shirt that I fucking love. So, in the girls' bathroom. Cool. I love everything he wears. Like ever I mean, everything Rayanne wears too. There, I mean, let's just put it out there. This fucking fashion in the show is next level. You've probably seen it on Tumblr, Pinterest, Instagram, wherever, TikTok. I don't know. It's fucking everywhere.
1: I know. I, I definitely I had so many of those like nineties dresses with like so tights and like or, like Doc Martens. and yeah. He was like florals basically, a little floral. So dresses that were kind of momcy in a way, but yeah, they were cool. I don't I actually wore a lot of my mom's dresses as well.
0: They were really fucking cool. Like it it's just so it's just so perfect. Like, how did they get this so right? And it's so weird that we just think about it like that now, but in reality, they're probably like, what do you mean? This is just what people wore then. You know, like, it really <laughs> wasn't that crazy to get these outfits. It wasn't, like, clueless. Yeah. We were really styling, like, a fucking look. And it's mm-hmm. very, like, whoa, no one dresses like this. But this is, you know, it's... Uh, Patrick R. Norris did the costume design. Big oh, wow. Big fucking ups. Because you have definitely changed the lives of so many girls, <laughs> like, dressing like like this it's just really insane yeah he no he's fun um oh wow he basically switched to being a director
1: oh crazy interesting yeah
0: he directed a lot of things he directed six episodes of the oc uh friday night lights greek a show called chuck oh gossip girl like the the og one yeah so he pretty little liars yeah a whole bunch of shit so yeah but fucking big ups to your costume design because it was incredible Mm -hmm. which is so cool and um i think we also see oh no no we don't there's no ran i I love this uh this scene where she's talking about jordan and she's like oh my god we're talking about jordan she's like oh my god i just love jordan so much and then ran's like ricky let's get the male perspective ricky (laughs) don't you love how he leans <laughs> I like, oh, no, I love I just, that. I love it. I love that he <laughs> knows too. Um, it's just so good. It's just, oh God, of course. And then we get the teacher kind of asking Angela, like, you know, why don't you want to be on yearbook? Like, what's going on? They act like she has a drug problem because she doesn't want to do like one thing. Yeah. They're like, Okay, what's going on? She's losing interest in school sports. She's losing interest in like everything. It's like, calm down. She doesn't want to do yearbook. I don't understand what the big deal is, but I
1: know. I guess that is a big deal in America. Perhaps, like that—that's
0: usually in the '90s. That was kind of seen as one of the telltale signs of like possible drug abuse. Was really? that? Yeah. Well, because it was becoming like pot was becoming more integrated drinking, and it was like once you notice mm. your kid lose interest in things that they had had passion for, well, I see that. You know, sense. that's like a red flag. It's like, well, wait, you were a photographer. Why did you all of a sudden stop? You know, doing this and hang out with She's hanging out with a new girl who's very different than her old friend she's not in her clubs anymore like it's you know it kind of leads you to believe that like something's going on if you were a teacher so i i kind of mm-hmm. get why she's like what's going on you know it's like everything okay at home like you know what's what's happening but i love that she kind of asked her like you know why'd you quit your book and angela gives this like incredible existential crisis she's talking about you know like what is up with this personality it's like you've agreed to have this personality that you don't even want and you don't even know Mm -hmm. what to do with and then all of a sudden people just expect you to be this one way but like why did like why are we even doing this and why are you freaking out about the yearbook like you know it's terrible in this school like it's never what really happened it's like what you think was supposed to happen it's like and i love that the teacher just like she's like you know because if you made a book about what really happened it'd be a really upsetting book uh, she's
1: absolutely right
0: totally right. right and the teacher just is like uh this she's reminds terrified. me
1: yeah it's like uh, this reminds me problems it's, girl
0: yeah right she's like i'm not equipped to deal with this this reminds me very much this is uh, another great parallel of freaks and geeks when neil told mr rosso that his dad was cheating on his mom and like mr rosso oh, was yeah. just like all right sam or, or not sam all right neil like what's going on like why are you busting up in class and he's like my dad's a womanizer he's cheating on my mother my mom has no idea <laughs> and he's just like yeah
1: he doesn't uh, know like <laughs> yeah, like, uh,
0: what am i supposed to do with that that's what it reminded me of so much um She's just like, yeah, it's just so funny. So then we go, we get back to the house, and Angela's like, you know, looking at her dad in the kitchen. Her dad's just like really great cook. And we find out that the dad works for the mom's family printing company. And he was only supposed to do it temporarily, and he was supposed to go to chef school, but then he didn't end up going. And the way that Angela kind of describes that dynamic is like, well, technically my mom's kind of his boss. And I guess he tries not to think about it too much, so this just adds another layer to... Mm this mom and dad's relationship it's not rosy as you can tell because the mom knows that like angela doesn't really like her at this moment in time Mm -hmm. she's just kind of growing and wants to do her own thing and the mom is just kind of holding her back a little bit and just kind of really protective of her and of course she says like, yeah, the, I love it. How the, the dad is like, you know, try to take it easy on your mom. Like she means well, <laughs> like she, like he knows that she's crazy too. That so she's like, oh, yeah, being of course, dramatic. Of he knows. I mean, <laughs> it's really funny. And then of course he's just like, you know, she's like, well, you know, I really want to go to this party. And then the next scene you see is like her at this party. So you can tell that like, he's the cool one which is weird because she was like the popular one in school and he was like the nerd, but he's like the cooler parent. Cause he like, you know, lets her go to this party, this party. Oh my God. I remember these house parties that had bands playing that I feel like just don't exist anymore. Well, like, yeah. Let us know if you've been to one of these recently, I guess, pre COVID, but like, yeah, I feel like this is such a nineties thing. Like the house band, the weird everything and of course ryan's not there even though she said i think she said she was going but she said jordan was going to be there and this first scene is my first favorite scene of the episode is the first introduction to angela and jordan like the first legitimate conversation quote-unquote i wrote this conversation is so real and random and relatable when you have she's fallen in mud she's out in this mosh pit in the fucking backyard gets pelted by a crowd surfer falls head first into this mud pit sorry it's not funny it is kind of funny but it's like all over her dress and she's like like (laughs) slow-mo and then she like goes in the house oh my god this is just so funny when she goes into the room she sees jordan there she tries to exit through that other door that like won't open and she's just (laughs) like She, like, shakes it, and then she, like, stands there. I was like, oh, my God, this is so me. And then she, like, turns around, and then she just sits down. And he's, like, watching the TV, like, probably stoned as fuck. And there's just, like, this immense silence. And I was, like, I could, was just transported into Angela. I was like, oh, my God, this is so what I was like when you just don't even know what to say. And you're just like, uh. And he just says something so random. Like, it doesn't feel like a Friday. And she's like oh my god oh my god oh my god he fucking talked oh my god he fucking talked and she's like oh it's thursday and he's like uh oh are you sure And she's like yeah yesterday was wednesday so that's how i know and he's just like oh. and then that's literally it and then like some asshole comes in he's like hey jordan this is lame let's go and he's like just walks out doesn't say anything and she's like Like, oh my God, like, I can't believe I just talked to him, you know, like, oh oh God, it's just, it's insane. Of course, she comes home. Parents are fighting. The mom is bitching that, like, you know, the dad obviously is, like, the good guy. She's the bad cop. He let her go. She walks in with just mud. And the mom is just like, what the <laughs> hell been going on? What's wrong with you? And she's like, no. get away from me. I just, I fell in some mud. I'm going to be okay. <laughs> like,
1: well, just- I guess if you're, like, a worried mom, you'll think that... Maybe someone molested her, or like you know what that's I mean. True, it, yeah,
0: I guess.
1: I think as a mom, that's what you think. Like something really bad happened to you.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So actually, I actually know where she went.
1: I actually understand that paranoia. Like I'm sure that's you know.
0: It's really funny. Um, I find it really funny. And of course, the next scene we get is in the cafeteria. And they're like chit-chatting. I think it's when she said like cafeteria is like the embarrassment capital of the world or something like that. Which it is really <laughs> embarrassing. She's like, it's like a prison movie. <laughs> and of course, in line, Rianne, of course, because she knows where all the raves are and where all the shit goes down. She's like, there's a rave at Let's Bolt. Uh, Jordan's totally going to be there. Tino can get us in. Mental note. Tino is the mysterious character throughout the show that seems to be everywhere and nowhere at the same time, but I love yeah. him. I love that he's the guy you never meet. And she's like, Tino can get us in, don't worry.
1: And I know, then, me too. It's cool. I
0: love it. In this episode or in this scene, I fucking love Rand's outfit. That backwards baseball hat with the like. She has that blonde streak. She has that like bra-looking top with the flannel and yeah. the chain earrings and the like. So skirt. cool. I mean, it's so. It cool. so I would totally wear it now. You. Yes. You. Yeah, I everything Rand wears, I would wear everything. I had I bought a bowler hat. I had a bowler hat when I lived in California. I used to wear it like kind of often. but and I was watching my so-called life. I watched my so-called life, I think once every like two years. So oh. when I was watching it again, I was like, "I want a bowler hat," and I like bought a bowler hat because <laughs> um, there's one episode where she has the hat on looks really cool. I love this outfit so much, um, and also I love Angela's flannel dress that she has on this like yeah. really like long Johnny flannel so, dress.
1: So cool. cool. Um, anyone who is really into that dress, you can actually purchase one on R thirteen fall oh. twenty one.
0: <laughs> For what? For how much?
1: Um, only like five fifty, I think. Oh, jeez.
0: Well, I mean, it's. I guess that that's their brand. I guess that's the R thirteen brand.
1: This is literally R thirteen. That dress, I've seen it. Short sleeve. Oh wow. Dark reds, yeah. Anyway,
0: um, that's so. (laughs) Uh, She she goes like she goes to she's going to the party with um. Let's see. She's going to the party with Rayanne, but I think she's talking about it while she's in the bathroom and Sharon's there. And Sharon hears them kind of like, you know, chit chatting and she's just like, oh, like, you know, I think she said something like Angela's like, oh, is there any soap in the bathroom? And she's like, there's never soap. And then she's just like, hi. Hi. And they had this super weird conversation. This was another one of my favorite scenes of the episode where Sharon just, like, doesn't know how to handle it. And she just kind of turns on this, like, mean, like, you know, she just know what people are saying about you. Like, behind mm. your back. And she's like, what do you mean? And she's like, you know, that you, like, only talk to Ryan and that she's God to you now. And and she's just using you, just like she did with Jody Barsh. And she's like, what? What do you mean? What happened? And she's like, Ugh please that's like you know everybody knows about it and angela just feels like oh my god and and then i just i love the way that she just looks at her and then she's just like tell me what i did like what did i do and she's like nothing like you didn't it wasn't one thing it's something i can tell you i just (sighs) you know well she
1: didn't even do anything she just feels like she can't relate to her yeah yeah that's
0: sad and it's true though but it's hard to say that like how do you say I want to experiment and like hang out with other people and not you you know it's like it's mm-hmm. like a breakup like a, a friend like a breakup, yeah, yeah a friend breakup which I think i have heard like a few YouTube videos and stuff and like seen stuff about it but it's a big deal that is probably really explored especially in like female relationships because female relationships are just so different I mean I'm mm-hmm. at least from my perspective I don't know what guys do but but it when there's like a breakup in like a female relationship where you're really really close it's like it is a breakup i mean it's a really emotional thing oh it is and especially if you're in school you know like you see them every day and it's just like this the layers of this whole show like they could do a whole series on just their friendship i mean and and all the ups and downs and all that i mean there's just there's so much and we and it, it actually does grow and change like boys come involved you know Sharon starts dating she's not like it's a whole like we have a lot to go and I'm excited I'm excited to explore this um and then I also love when Sharon just says like your hair and then she's like did Patty like hemorrhage first time she saw it (laughs) And she's just like yeah (laughs) in a sense and then she's just like I hate it and the way she looks at her And like, oh god, it just like gives me chills. Just the way she like looks at her in her face, and she's like,
1: "Well, I have to say, I hate it." And
0: it's like your oldest friend, you know. Like it's
1: she just been really mean and spiteful now. It's like, Mm -hmm.
0: yeah, she's just mad, you know um i love that we get the dinner table danielle's yakking at the table which she always does she's always like in the background and she's talking about like wanting to watch some dirty movie on tv or something and, <laughs> and no one can like understand and we get i love how you kind of get these multiple conversations happening at the same time like Angela thinks she's grounded because she's like she's wanting to go quote-unquote sleep at Rand's house aka go to let's bolt but she's like oh, i want to stay at my friend's house and then you know, there's a whole this thing like the dad is like well let her go it's cool she's at her friend's the mom is like no i don't know her i don't know her mom like this is crazy i'm not gonna let her hang out and it kind of turns into this like massive swell of an argument and Then it's also when you see that, like, the dad is like, oh, just let her go. Like, oh, what your parents didn't meet all 900 of your friends in high school. And she's Mm. just like, and that's when she's like, does the voiceover. Like, my parents went to the same high school, but they didn't talk. And they didn't know each other, and then he talks about like you know they moved the prom date because she had her appendix out, and she's like, "I never asked <laughs> them to change the prom," and he's like, "I couldn't get a girl to look at me," and like so you just see this dynamic of like I was like, "When did they meet? <laughs> like how did they yeah. cross paths? I want to know this how they went to school the whole time, and like how they crossed. I mean I know it happens, but I just want to know because it just seems so opposite,
1: and it's like, like yeah that happens you end up yeah with that's true." You know, not always, but for the most part, yeah.
0: It just must be so weird to be, like... I can see why she would get with him. He probably was just super cool and she never saw him. But for him, it's just, like, she was, like, this unattainable, like cheerleader you know like the girl that no you know he she marries the football player you know like the girl that you never think you're gonna get it's kind of strange and that's what i also really like about jordan is that and all these characters is they're all the characters like in the cut we're not talking about the cheerleaders we're not talking about the football players and the popular kids like jordan is the guy who's like the bad guy but he's not like the jock bad guy that you always see in movies he's like the literal uh, we'll we'll find out more about him, but he's the literal like bad dude, like you know he's like you don't really mm. he's mysterious you know that's that's his angle. very mysterious, very yeah. And, of course, the mom is like, no, you can't go out. The dad's like, just fucking go. Angela's like, my, you know, Ricky's, I love him. She's like, it's okay, Ricky's cousin's going to take us. And he's like, she's like, oh, that's cool, Ricky's cousin. That's fine, we'll just let anyone just take her. And she's like, I think Ricky is kind of confusing. And she's like, okay, so fine, maybe he's bi.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> she's bi- like, you hear this?
0: And then the Danielle, that means bisexual. (laughs) It's so funny. Graham. Really? He's bisexual? it's like everyone's (laughs) with it but the mom is just like such this raging bitch like she's just like I think she's a little confused and she's like he's not confused I'm like he's more chic than everyone in this fucking house first of all so let's not even talk any shit about Ricky because he's a literal angel like in the world like I love Ricky so much he's probably my favorite character of of all even over Rayanne. like I just I love Ricky so much I was like oh my god yeah he's such a cool character yeah he's so great And of course, uh, they, she leaves, like, you know, she just like runs out of the house and she's like, fine, fuck this. She's got her like other clothes, the, the bad clothes that we all used to do underneath your like flannel when you leave the house and she's outside on the street, like on the curb, like taking off her stuff. And that's when you see Brian. Brian. Like, I think that's the first time we actually see him, like, them interact, and he's the neighbor, and he's, like, riding his bike around in a circle, and I love when she's, like, he's, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you, uh, why are you dressed like that? And she's, like, I'm going to Let's Bowl. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, they're like, really gonna let you into Let's Bowl. <laughs> and she's just like and I love how she's like putting on her makeup and he's like yeah cover that zit and she's like you want me to do yours like I love their relationship they're very like brother sister it is like, it's literally really funny yeah so I love cool. it but then he also is like stop acting like an act like like stop acting like who you're not you know, like you're you're not stupid. I think he's like you're not stupid. Stop acting like you're stupid. And then mm. like the car pulls up, it's like Ricky's cousin or whatever. It's like this big ass old boat car, and she's just like, I love when she goes. Everybody's an act, including you. And then she like gets in the car and then like Rand's there, like not giving a fuck. And she's like, Oh, my stupid neighbor. And she's like, This is so hot. We're gonna have one amazing night. I was like, Oh god. Um, so then they get there, obviously they're waiting outside, can't get in, and they're just like waiting for Tino because he's supposed to get them in. And I love how they're like changing shoes. Uh Rand's drunk.
1: Yeah, that's and, fun. That yeah, part.
0: that's I love that part. And Ricky's just like, I love when Ricky's like what would you want the other person to say? Like, you know, right before you do it. And Brianne's like, this won't take long. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, what? No, like, like romantic. And then she's like, do I know you? <laughs> and they're like, no, no, romantic. That is really like, funny. Yeah, that's really funny. And then Angela's just like, I, you're so beautiful it hurts to look at you <laughs> and and then of course Ricky's like oh I like that it's really cute and of course Rayanne is like totally how I would expect she's like where would it hurt hold on let me tell Jordan <laughs> and she's like has her has her like fifth in her hand with like booze or whatever she's drinking
1: and then like, she runs
0: Jordan, Jordan oh Jordan and then she's like running yeah and then that's when she trips I think she like trips or like falls over or something and then then it's, like, these two guys, these, like, two older, skeezy dudes. And she's, like, hey, can you, like, get us in? Like, my keys are inside or, like, whatever. And then, like, they're soup, Obviously, the one guy who's, like, a, more of a jerk than the other one is, like, "Uh, come here, I want to talk to you. And he, like, wants to take her and Angela. And Ricky's there. And they're, like, oh, well, Ricky. And they're, like, no, 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 no. I said two, not three.
1: Mm. And then they're, like,
0: oh, no, but... I don't want to, I think Angela is like, I don't want to leave Ricky.
1: Well, they can't, Ricky can't leave them because it's two girls going off with two old dudes.
0: But he was going to, because, because Rayanne was like, oh, Ricky doesn't mind. And he's like, I don't mind. Like he was just like, he's done it before. He was going to leave. And she's like, no, I'm not leaving. And then that's when the guy's like, hey, come over here. I want to ask you something or whatever. And she like goes over there and then he like starts to fucking grope her on the car on the side of the car and then angela like runs over and she's like hey get off of her and then it turns into like this weird thing and then i love what she says right there she's like something was actually happening but it was too actual like Mm -hmm. it's like you've never actually like you're she's I mean Angela's especially she's like never ever seen anything like this oh yeah real life I ran as you can tell this is old hat for her not old hat but like she's not scared at, at all of the situation and then she Falls and, like, you know, the guy she like pushes the guy off, she falls, and then she's like, I can take care of myself. And then she throws her fucking
1: bottle, she's drunk. Oh my yeah,
0: god, oh yeah. And then it breaks, and the guy's like, What the fuck? Like, I'm gonna kill you. And then, of course, right when this happens, thank god, we are never like, happy to see the cops, but we are now because, like, they roll up and they're like, Hey, what's up with these girls? Like, do you know them? So then that's when they give them a ride home, and oh my god, we got the most perfect fucking scene that could ever happen when Jordan happens to be walking up with his buddies and sees Angela and <laughs> Ryan get put into a cop car and he like looks and he's like hey I know, I know that, that girl, girl. And then, literally, when he says her name, I'm fucking shook. Because I had I know, no like, idea oh, that he knew he, her name.
1: He even knows who she is. Like, actually knows. Yeah, I
0: literally screamed. When he's like, Angela? I was like, oh, my God, he said her name. I'm going to pass out. <laughs> I'm going to
1: pass out. He knows her name.
0: Oh, my God. She literally knows your blood type and your social security. But you know her name. <laughs> like, she's like, she's like. Oh my God. It was literally the most perfect scenario that you could ever have because this never happens in real life. So thank God for TV because it was literally like, yeah, I look like a fucking badass. I'm in the back of this cop car and I'm friends with my crazy drunk friend over here. And then of course you go and then you go back to Ryan's house and then she's like, no one was at home. Like no one's ever at home. Uh, in her house and then she just i think she's when she says like your hair looks so beautiful it hurts to look at you <laughs> oh Brian. <laughs> then of course the cop is super nice of course like they are in tv and brian's outside in the fucking tree that's like 50 feet off the ground no idea how the <laughs> hell he got up there but he's like up there and the cop is like is this your friend like handle her like take care of her and then that's when he's like what's going on like what happened and he probably says like the best line in the whole show where he's like she's like these guys started hitting on us and he's like like sexual harassment And she's like the like, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like the best the best line, I think. She's like, like guys. And then of course the only song that we get in this episode is REM, Everybody Hurts. Yeah,
1: it's so perfect.
0: It's so perfect. And I love the way the lighting is at night, like on the street it's just really cool the way it looks the way you see their silhouettes like both of them standing there in the street yeah she's like holding her purse it's just it's really 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 cool and then at that time she's talking to brian Mm. and then he's like yeah it's gonna be year 2000 like that's what the yearbook's gonna be, just like what it looks like, or like what's it gonna mm. be like, and she's like, Oh, that's stupid, like that's a dumb idea. And then as she is kind of turning, she sees under the street light like, down the street, she sees her dad and this woman.
1: Yeah, and she's
0: just like the way she sees it, I mean, it just the acting and this is unmatched. The way she sees it and the way she like kind of stumbles backwards.
1: <sighs> I know, like she
0: just is almost like she's drunk and she just can't believe what she saw like she just is like mm. like totally oh my god and i also another parallel to dawson's creek this happens exactly in the first in the pilot of dawson's creek like joey catches but, yeah um, it's this got to be bitten from that because it literally is almost set up the same way like outside it is. Well, i'm sure they These, were yeah, pretty like, inspired by, by this yeah um and then we get like so then angela goes back in the house and we see her like go into her room and then she goes into her like changes. And then I love the scene with her mom at the end. And you kind of like, they kind of make up and they kind of bond. And she says like, my mom's adopted. And like, you know, for a while she was looking for her real parents and like, you know, Mm. all of us are like, that's what we are all doing, you know? Um, Which I thought was really cool. And then she's just like, you know, the next day she just, you know, she's just like, oh, mom, we know I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And everything's like, all right. And like, why didn't you stay there? Everything's cool. And the next day you see in the hallway when she's like jordan's like walking up and fucking jordan talks to her first like lose my mind when they talk to you first big deal like he knows her name now he's recognizing her in the hallway in front of other people this is a monumental deal for any guys listening who are like what the fuck this is a big deal um when they recognize your name (laughs) um and he's just like huh he's like hey and he's like out on bail (laughs) and then she's like huh yeah and then he just like leans again and probably puts like visine in his eyes or whatever the fuck because he's like stone and she's just like oh she's like oh my god and then probably one of my favorites is when she's you know he like goes off whatever and angela walks up and like ricky and then or ran walks up and ricky and like some other people and they're like talking about what happened the night before hmm. and they're like yeah these guys started like hitting on them and like you know Ricky's all excited and he's like yeah tell him.' like and the cops came and it was crazy oh my god like and oh my god and then she's like Angela hey girlfriend <laughs> like
1: I just love her <laughs> and she's
0: like we had a time didn't we didn't yeah. we have a time <laughs> yeah
1: we had a time like <laughs> yeah,
0: we had a time I was like oh my god I love the show
1: <laughs> I know it's really cool oh, it's li- literally you you remember when you felt like kind of." you were cool or like made up some, Mm -hmm. I I don't know. You know, it's yeah.
0: It's just like, yeah, it's really cool. We got, we got lots. We got Jordan. We got Ryan. Yeah. We have a lot that's happened. We know a lot about the parents. We're just going to get into more. We're going to get to more of all these characters going to get into more of these everything. I'm so stoked. I think we're going to do, I'm going to post them every Friday. So yeah. Look out for that one so the next one cool. will be next cool. next week so yeah i'm really excited i don't even gonna say i don't even know uh, maybe our sign-off could just be well, we had a time and we'll see <gasps> you again i
1: love that <laughs> yeah i was thinking how can i use this where it's like this say like you know yeah we did we yeah had, cool we,
0: we had a time and we will have a time again with you next week
1: <laughs> bye bye by the light of the moon.